As with every episode of Storytellers, this episode may contain themes, storylines, or ideas that may not be safe for work. Headphones recommended, and listener discretion is greatly advised. Storytellers. I'm Derek, and this is probably the most pleasant voice you've ever heard from me, and that's because I just ate a sandwich. <laughs> I am not even ashamed of the fact that I just ate a sandwich. The sandwich was fucking resplendent. Like, yo, remember, <laughs> we cuss on this motherfucker. Like, yo, I know it's been a long time since y'all have heard an episode of Storytellers, and if it's been a while since you've heard the, sto- heard the show, let me remind you how this works. Storytellers is a combination of two things, the age-old art of storytelling and the age-old game of telephone. So we have four storytellers. Sometimes I'm playing, sometimes I'm not. This time I am. We uh, randomly choose who goes first, second, third, and fourth, and the first person gets three cards. The three cards have established uh, conversation points on them that have to be fit into their part of the story. Each part of the story has to be between five and seven minutes, and the first person has to start the story, but they cannot end the story. Then they send that segment back to me, and I send it on to the next person. The next person knows nothing about the three cards. They just hear the first person's part of the story, and they continue the story, but they can't bring it to a climax or a conclusion. They're edging. The third person uh, takes the story, and they will bring it to a climax but they will not conclude the story. And the fourth person will take that story and close it out. Now, here's where it gets interesting. I don't send anybody else the entire story. So the first person, once they finish their part of the story, they're done. They don't know how the story goes. They don't know how it ends. The second person only gets to hear the first person's part of the story. The third person only gets to hear the second part of the story. And the fourth person only gets to hear the climatic part of the story so the first person never knows how the story ends and the last person never knows how the story begins until we all get together and we sit down for a good 45 minutes and we listen to the story but wait there's more we recorded this motherfucker back in like april and shit (laughs) we all did our segments back in april give or take i'll say may on a humbug but really april 29th It's fucking August the 11th. If you think I remember what the fuck we talked about in this story, you're full of shit. I don't remember what I talked about. You know, I don't really remember either. So, no matter what the fuck happens this episode, this episode is called The Lost Episode because I have no fucking clue what it was about. All I know is that the cards were comedian, first day of school, and unflattering portrait. And the order was we started with Christy and then we went to Kelly and then I went and then Aaron went. 
Now, I know that y'all are excited. That's why I'm stalling right now because it's like, you know, pins and needles. I'm excited because I just found a little bit more of my sandwich between my teeth. I'm I'm hungry. Like I had okay, so when I tell you this, just remember I'm a grown ass man, dog. I'm a werewolf. I had four chicken drumette wings. Like the flats. Not even the whole wing, just the flat. I had those at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is now 5, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I was ready to take a bite out of my table. It looks good. <laughs> let's see Let's see if cherry oak really tastes like cherry. But then I got a sandwich, and now I'm happy again. <laughs> You're more excited about that sandwich than anybody I've ever met. <laughs> oh, you, you just uh, had the right kind of sandwich then, girl. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I may be the only person I know who, when I bite into a sandwich at the right time, I literally, it turns into the Lucky Charms commercial because I taste blue diamonds and red <laughs> hearts and green clovers and all that old shit, which also, ew, really, when you bite into a cereal, you taste hearts and grass? Like, that's what you're saying this cereal tastes like? Red hearts and, and green clovers? That's what you taste when you bite? Into- I don't want that shit. I'll stick with Honey Nut Cheerios. But... Yes, I am very happy. I am very pleased and I am very excited. So, with no further ado, Christy, we're going to go ahead and begin with your part. Is there anything you want to say? Uh, yeah, I don't remember like anything about this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's great, whatever it is. <laughs> I changed my mind. It's not going to be called The Lost Episode. It's going to be called I Don't Remember. Yeah, right. Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> Can't remember shit. Like, right? I forgot CRS disease. CRS. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, with no ado, let's go ahead and play the first part, which is Christy's part. Oh, great. Another weekend, and it's once again Monday. This means the beginning of another school year, surrounded by the rest of the annoying kids that only care about how they look. And they think I'm annoying. It doesn't matter to me. It's the first day of school, and it's ninth grade. What to wear, what to wear. I like to think of myself as an amateur comedian. I even host stand-up comedy nights in my living room, and guess what? It's always packed. I kid, I kid. Only my brother stays the whole time. My parents leave about halfway. Anyway, I make my own funny shirts to wear, and that is what I'll be wearing today. Mondays are the worst. Why not brighten it up with some comedy? I picked the white and pink tie-dye shirt that says, Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's maple leaves. It's perfect. Fall just began. I packed my backpack and made sure to include my whoopee cushion. You never know when you need one. Somehow, I took too long to get ready. Maybe it's because I was just trying to find the perfect hilarious shirt. And I was running out of time. I skipped breakfast and ran to the bus stop. Of course, because it was the first day of school, I tripped walking into the bus. I hit my face on the pole that you hold onto when you walk inside of a bus. And now I have a big fat bruise right underneath my eye. Great. Getting off the bus was a lot more smooth. No falling. My first period turned out to be English and I sat in the middle row. It's the best area for comedians. 
the whole class can turn and look at you when you crack a joke. The teacher introduced himself as Mr. Sweats a lot. <laughs> I kid, I kid. His name was actually Mr. Dampsey, which is also funny because he is pretty damp looking from all the sweat. Before roll call, the morning announcements began. Hi, welcome to the first day of school. We begin an exciting new year. First announcement, football games will begin this Friday. Make sure you come to celebrate and cheer on the beans. Oh, sorry, typo, the bears. Cheer on your team, the bears. We have a surprise for the freshmen today. It's picture day for you. Anyway, lunch is pizza today. Have a good day. I blurted out, what? Excuse me? Pictures? Today? And everyone else thought the same thing because there was a lot of chatter in the class. All right, calm down. Yes, something went wrong during scheduling and your pictures are today. It's not a big deal. Mr. Dempsey said. Wow, amazing. On the day that I get a big fat bruise. Whatever. Okay, roll call class. Mr. Dempsey said. When Mr. Dempsey got to my name, I waited until he called my name twice before yelling back, Present, Mr. Sweats a lot. <laughs> Laughter. Great. And she scores. Mm, but this also got me sent to the principal's office. But hey, as a comedian, sometimes there's consequences to the stuff you say, right? I packed up my belongings for my desk and skipped out of class. <laughs> More laughter. Sweet. I strolled to the principal's office. The door read, Mr. Assman. Really? The jokes tell themselves at this point. You'd never know it, but that last name actually means beloved. Can you believe that? Mr. Asman was in a meeting and the secretary, Miss Bottom. Yeah, that's right. That was her real last name. Anyway, she must have gotten tired of looking at me and my bruised face and she sent me on my way after about 20 minutes. It was time for second period, which was all the way on the other side of the school. I began my long hike to algebra. While trying to think of a really good math joke that I could say, but all I could think of was something punny, which is not very funny to a lot of people. Are monsters good at math? Not unless you count Dracula. <laughs> it always gives me a chuckle. But on the way there, a bird decided that my shirt was the perfect toilet and pooped on me. This is just great. With my giant bruise and my poopy shirt, I was fixing to have the most unflattering portrait in ninth grade history. All I needed was a giant pimple and maybe some food on my teeth because pictures were after lunch. Who knows? The day is young. Maybe it'll happen. Or maybe there's a way I can get out of picture day. I don't know. I had to think of something because this is not the way I want ninth grade to be remembered. Even though I said I didn't care. I kind of do. So, Chrissy, now that you've heard it. I am so funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's two ways to look at me laughing at that. My laughter is I agree with you. Not the laughter I give my wife when she says she's funny, which is get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. (laughs) So do you remember any part of writing this or, uh, or making this story, putting this together? Uh, yeah. What were the cards again? <laughs> I remember, okay. like, uh-huh. Yes. I so, the cards were a comedian, uh-huh. 
first day of school. Okay. And uh um yeah. Duh. I think it was picture day, photo day. Yeah, picture portrait, day. something like that, yeah. And flattering yeah. portrait, I don't know, something like Unflattering portrait, yeah, something like that. It was something okay. in that realm. Hold on, I got it right here. Comedian, first day of school, and unflattering portrait. Yep, okay, cool, got it. Okay, yes, I was like, I'm going to nail this. That's what That's what I told myself when I was writing this. And then I was like, I'm going to try and sound like a middle schooler <laughs> <laughs> and put a lot of... Uh, bottom jokes a lot of butt jokes and fart jokes in there <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so um congrats Thank on you. getting uh <laughs> our our uh heroine of the story kicked out of of class on the first day of school <laughs> my mom would have whooped my ass um same same <laughs> like my mom would have been like putting him on the phone real quick the fuck you doing <laughs> the, fuck, the fuck are you it, first period what the fuck are you doing but mom the teacher's name shut the fuck up i told you about them <laughs> stupid ass jokes shut the hey hey Derek, say something yeah shut the fuck up shut the fuck <laughs> i'm literally standing in front of my office right now telling you to shut the fuck up all these white folks are looking at me Derek. i'm gonna come down there i'm gonna beat the shit out of you Derek. you know what you need to do what I, what we gonna do right now i'm gonna give you 10 minutes to hide <laughs> hide somewhere in your school I'm gonna come to your school and I'm gonna kick your ass you can hide wherever you want just just treat this like the 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 cruelest game because when I find you I'm gonna fucking murder you what are you looking at Bethany what are you looking at you act like you ain't never told your kids you was gonna fuck them up I heard you talking to Ralph last week you can shut the fuck up la 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 yeah all that bullshit See, now you got me yelling at my boss. I'm going to really fuck you up now. I'm coming right now. Click. That's what my mom would have done. I love sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, so, okay. I really, you know what? I'm going to go last. Um, Aaron, what did you think about Chrissy's part of the story? Um, I think it's, it's off to a good start. It's I, I like the sound effects. That was a nice touch. Right. <laughs> right. Like I thought that I was a sound effect guy. And here you come with like the intercom and actually having the voice sound. Okay. What do you use? Is it GarageBand? You could tell me. No, I no longer I used Audacity, but now I use Reaper. But I think at the time of recording I was still learning Reaper, so this was Audacity. But it was yeah. just changing the equalizing. <laughs> okay. I, I need I, I need to get on Reaper because I use Audacity still. Oh, I love Reaper it's, now. It's free. Um, so what you're telling me is, in two months I'll know how to use Reaper. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it like you can get a feel for it pretty much right away, but like to really get it down, yeah, a couple months. One sec, I'm gonna grab my crying baby so that he stops oh, crying and you don't hear him. <laughs> no worries, no worries Hear-B. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Kelly, Kelly, between me and you, and Aaron, I guess. I mean, Aaron, too. Like, Hey, I ain't nobody. Don't worry about me. You're a lot to me, Aaron. You stop that madness. (laughs) Your mom would have came to the school, right? First day of school? Like, fuck around and find out sort of shit. Like, first day of school, your mom would have probably, my mom would have probably thrown a a shoe at my face. (laughs) 
If I fucked up on the first day of school, like the first class of the first day of school, that's like hitting a grand as a ninth grader. Your first class of your first day of school as a high schooler, like your first time in everything, you get sent to the office. My mom's gonna have Principal Johnson. Yes, yes, Miss Jones. Hi. Um, I don't know how you know my name already. That's just fucking creepy. But I'm Derek's mom, Miss Jones. Um. I want to schedule a rally for right now. Have all the kids. You can't schedule. Shut the fuck up. Have all the kids come to the gym right now. I'm scheduling a rally. It's important. Have them all meet up. And then she'd have all the kids show up. And they'd be sitting in the, the audience uh, clapping and all that, looking all excited. And my mom would come up there with a paddle and beat the shit out of me in front of the entire school. And then she'd stop in the middle of beating my ass and point and be like, I'll do this to you too, so don't you dare fucking snitch. And the principal would be like, it felt like she was pointing right at me. I agreed with everything she said. <laughs> she was not wrong. She was not wrong. Snitches was, get stitches. Well, later that day... <laughs> Later that day, I walked out of my office, and she was right there pointing two fingers at her eyes and two fingers at my eyes. <laughs> I know not what she speak of, CPS. Her child is just fine. <laughs> Kelly, what'd you think about uh, Chrissy's section before we get started on your segment? I, I thought it was really cute, and I was also impressed by the sound effects. And since I don't do any of the audio for Drunk Theory, like I don't know how to do anything, so I just like recorded mine in my phone, like whatever random audio <laughs> thing is on there. <laughs> yeah, I don't handle any of that stuff for Drunk Theory, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, I, I handle it all for Ratchet Book <laughs> I know Club. Because you like, you're way more awesome than me. <laughs> not even close. It's just, it's just one of those things where I'm like. This will work well here. And then I've Audacity is I've been using it for like 12 years. So now it's like an extension of my my hand. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna plug this in. But with Reaper, yeah, them sound effects on Ratchet Book Club, they about to stop like a motherfucker. Does Reaper <laughs> cost money? Yeah, so it has like an unlimited trial that's like 90 days, and then the um price is like a one-time fee of six sixty dollars. Okay. And it's just way easier to rearrange things. Like all the sound effects, I usually go to what is the website? There's a few, but free I think it's like free no. Free music archive is the one that I use and then I can't remember the name of the other one, but I just find sounds and put them in. But the voice stuff that you can do with definitely do with Reaper. Messing with the equal, equalizer equalizer and then um what's the other one? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. In like two months, I'm going to be reapering the benefits. Eh? 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 Excellent. Oh, this sandwich. Love it. Superpower sandwich. <laughs> Might be another name for the show. So, next up, <laughs> next up we have Kelly. Uh, Kelly, oh, no. I know you don't remember shit that you said. I remember uh -huh. one part of what you said because I'm third. So... Um, <laughs> with no further ado, let's go ahead and listen to Kelly's section of the story. X equals blah. Y equals don't care. God, will this class ever end? Normally, I don't mind math class, but today is picture day, and I'm just a little bit preoccupied with having my embarrassment cemented in the annals of history. 
I looked around the room and all of the pretty faces and stylish outfits. God, why did they have to change picture day to today? I was starting to fill up with a sense of dread. You know, like when you feel like you're going to hurl. That's it. If I'm sick, I can go home and I won't have to get my picture taken. I willed the chunks to rise, but there was nothing there. (laughs) Oh, well, it was worth a shot. Just then, a loud bell startled me back to the reality, and I realized the second period was over. I had ten minutes until gym class, so I ran into the bathroom to try to clean myself up. I looked in the mirror in disgust. The bruise on my forehead was turning into quite a lump. I wet a paper towel and tried to clean the bird poo off my shirt. I just managed to smear it across the front of my maple leaf (laughs) t-shirt. Great. I've managed to make things worse. No time to worry about it now, though. If I'm late for gym, Mr. Tucker will add detention to the growing mountain of BS that has gone wrong today. I jogged into gym class right on time and saw that the volleyball nets were set up. Sweet. At least one thing was going right today. I walked into the locker room and walked towards the back where I would find my locker and my best friend, Melissa. She took one look at me and began to howl with laughter. She could barely get out the words. What happened to you? I bumped my head on the stupid bus. And then what? You were crapped on by a pterodactyl? (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. That's really funny, Melissa. Meanwhile, in two hours, my life will be over. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Give me a minute to think. For a minute or two, Melissa contemplated their situation. Then she said, what we need is a distraction. I pulled the whoopee cushion out of my backpack and said, will this work? Why on earth would you have that? She said, giggling. (laughs) A budding comedian never leaves home without her props. You're weird, but I love you, Melissa said. We made our way out to the volleyball court and stood together in the back. Mr. Tucker shot us a look of disdain as if he had already pinpointed us as the troublemakers of the group. As the game began, I whispered, So what's the plan? I'm still working on it, she whispered. Does your boyfriend have lunch next period? What boyfriend, I said way too loudly. Mr. Tucker briefly looked up from his newspaper to say, Ladies, that discussion better be about volleyball strategy. Melissa giggled softly. Once Mr. Tucker's focus returned to his newspaper, I tapped Melissa on the shoulder. What boyfriend, I mouthed. She made a ridiculous kissy face, and I am sure I turned beet red. Before I could respond, Mr. Tucker signaled for everyone to head back to the locker room. We headed to our lockers in the back. What did you mean by that, I said softly, so no one would overhear. Derek, you know you love him. You want to marry him and have a million of his babies, Melissa said, (laughs) laughing. Oh, please. We played Spin the Bottle two years ago, and I'll bet he doesn't even remember me. I won. You better hope he remembers you, she said. Operation Photobomb depends on it. <laughs> Don't love me like you do. 
I just want to say, when I heard my voice or when I heard my name, <laughs> that's when the story may have gone a little bit sideways. <laughs> <laughs> also, <sighs> baby, not not you, Kelly, baby, my, my beloved wife, the one who just got a big paying job who will be taking care of me for the rest of my days. <laughs> when you listen to this episode <clears throat> in the eternal words of uh John Travolta and rest in peace Olivia Newton John you know what whatever baby darling And just in case you're wondering what I said, because I said it too fast, I will slow down for you. I said, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck they say on that movie. Like, what the fuck? Actually, me neither. So I I I thought thought maybe I would learn today. (laughs) I thought they said you're the one I really want. The one that I That's right. You're the one that I want. You're the one I really want. Uh, You know, God damn it. I've had the power in me all along. This is some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, what were you thinking of when uh, you came up with this part of the story? You know, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know that I was thinking anything. Uh, I was just trying to build on Christina's story, and I realized that I didn't mention anything about it being the first day, I don't think. So that part just got totally lost with me, even though I'm only the second person. (laughs) So we fucked up on the first day of school and on the second storyteller. Third person just going to go all the way off the rails. So how'd I get, how'd how'd my name come up? Like, ain't you married? (laughs) Yeah, your name was the first one that popped into my head. (laughs) I understand. I'm the one who wrote it. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I was kind of sitting there going, I wonder who put Derek's name in this story. <laughs> it was me. Was it one of the oh ladies or hmm. if she had left it blank, my name probably would have came up somewhere, but I was as surprised as you were. I paused the show. I put on some light jazz. I wrote in my diary for a second. Are you there? God, it's me. Derek, (laughs) today I found out that I am not only a part of an Ocean Eleven scheme, but they got crushes, God. (laughs) (laughs) They got the real crush. I remember that part. That's the part I remember from the story was like, I paused for a couple seconds. Playing spin the bottle. (laughs) And I won. Like, (laughs) and my mom popped into the room, was like, Derek. First of all, what the fuck are you doing? Secondly, sp- spin the bottle is not a one-player game, son. Like, <laughs> like, uh, uh, don't you have any fucking friends? Like, what are you doing? We're I'm playing online, mom. We all got a bottle. Well, what happens? Oh, no. <laughs> we all spin at the same time, and then we kiss ourselves. Oh, we don't want anybody else. <laughs> when we think about it, we touch our... Get the fuck out of my room, mom. <laughs> Shit. 
No. <laughs> I love sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> uh, Chrissy, what did you think about Kelly's part? Oh, my God. I loved it. It built on oh. perfectly. She she kept the jokes going. The whoopee cushion came back. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, about that oh, whoopee you. cushion. <laughs> I don't know. I might have blacked out after I heard Derek. I don't know if the whoopee cushion made it. Um, no, I, I can't remember, I honestly. <laughs> Aaron, what'd you think? Uh, well, that answered my, my big question that I had about it. So <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> Um, well, just so you know, Aaron, I put my name into every one of my shows. So if she hadn't said it, I sure as shit was. Uh, yeah, I, I, I might have noticed. Saying, you know. President Derek kicked open the door. Doves flew in. Prince played a guitar solo. Serena Williams fainted. <laughs> the fuck does this have to do with the story, Derek? What the fuck does this have to do with you? I don't know, but I want to hear the rest of business. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I really don't remember what I said. I apologize for nothing in advance. <laughs> uh, I believe the song by the New Radical says you get what you give. <laughs> so, with no further ado, here's my segment of this story. But, if it's not good, here's Aaron's segment of the story. <laughs> okay no. with that said <laughs> let's go so what's the scheme the scheme melissa asked me yeah the plot the plot this is not oceans 11 we really have to calm down with that this is just a way for us to distract people so you can get that bird crap stain off your shirt by the way does this smell Smells like chicken. Does it really? I guess. I don't know. Like, what's bird crap supposed to smell like? You know what? Stay focused. So, how does Derek play into this? And why do you think Derek's my boyfriend? Well, Derek plays into it because Derek is the head of the AV club. And since he's the head of the AV club, he takes a part in taking the pictures that we do for school photos. Okay. And? And he likes you. So if I tell him that I need to talk to him about you, that'll give you a good 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah, I can talk when I really want to. 30 minutes to get your shirt cleaned, dried, and back on you. What about this bump on my forehead that I got from that stupid bus? Makeup's not going to cover this. Yeah, that's true. But what we could do is, do you have a hat? Not today. It's sunny outside. Well, what about a bandana? I don't have a bandana either. Um, I left that in the house. Do you have a headband? I do have a headband. I use it for tennis practice. You play tennis? No. <laughs> then why do you use it for... You know what? Never mind. So use the headband to cover up the cut on your forehead. Dry the shirt, use the headband, take the picture, all will be just fine. We're going to do this. Okay. If you think this is going to work and you think Derek's really going to fall for this, how do you expect to keep his attention for 20 minutes? All he wants to do is talk about you. You haven't noticed? No, I haven't. Yeah, if I tell him that you like him, 
I'm just going to have to stand there and listen for 20 minutes. It's pretty simple. Huh. This might work. I turned around and grabbed my headband out of the locker. It was white, so it was guaranteed to match with anything I had on. Okay, two questions. Question number one. When do you expect to start this plan up? Oh, it's going to start up in about five minutes. I'm going to see him after our class. Why are you going to see Derek after class? Because I asked to speak with him earlier today. Why? Because. Okay, Melissa, am I missing something? Nothing important. What's the second question? The second question is, do you think I can fit this whoopee cushion into the plan? Because let's be honest, a plan like this isn't going to happen that often. And how many opportunities am I going to get to really use a whoopee cushion in the midst of an Ocean's Eleven plan? I told you, it's not Ocean's Eleven. Fine, Ocean's 14. It never even happened. Not a movie. You just didn't see it. You didn't see it either. Yes, I did. My uncle worked on the set. I grabbed the headband off my head and prepared to walk into the bathroom to start cleaning off my shirt. Melissa started to walk towards the locker room door, turned and looked at me with thumbs up. Synchronize your watch. 20 minutes. I don't have a watch. Nobody has watches anymore. Synchronize your phone's timer for 20 minutes. After that, it's picture time. Okay. Thanks, Melissa. No problem. That's what friends are for. She walked out the locker room. I turned, ready to scrub the life out of this t-shirt, or at least the bird crap out of this t-shirt. I usually thought that the powdered soap in these bathroom dispensers was useless, but it actually makes for a really good detergent. No, I wasn't planning on touching the bird crap, but what I did do was I put the soap into the shirt and made a little pocket out of it. And then I put a little bit of water on top of it with the push down spray button water faucet. And then I scrubbed it together really, 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 really hard for about four minutes. After four minutes, I looked and the shirt was completely clean and smelled great, too. It smelled like bathroom powdered soap dispenser. (laughs) As I put the shirt underneath the air dryer to dry for a while. I thought to myself how great a friend Melissa was to be talking to Derek just to distract him for me to get clean so I could take this picture. She was a friend through and through. I need to make sure to buy her a soda after school. The shirt dried and I looked at my timer. Huh, I still had eight minutes left. These dryers are really, really hot. I should probably tell somebody about that. I put the shirt back on and left out the locker room, walking confidently towards the cafeteria where the pictures would be taken. On the way down, I decided to peek in on Melissa and see how the conversation was going with Derek. Now that I thought about it, he was kind of cute, although he was pretty annoying and kind of ratchet. I guess you could consider him to be cool, though, if you didn't really listen to him talk for too long. The more I thought about him, the more I realized that this could work. This plan could work. I walked up to the AV room and looked through the window above the door. Just in time to see Melissa kiss Derek on the lips. Oh, shit. No. (laughs) What? I've seen a lot of things like Full House and and Saved by the Bell and 
uh, Phineas and Ferb. I don't fucking know. But in all of those shows, if a lady asks another lady for help, the other lady is going to fuck her man. Maybe not in those shows, but <laughs> in the porns that I watch, wait, oh, where are God. we going with this? Look, you don't ask your friend to talk to a guy that thinks you're cute because they're going to tongue him down. That's Bing the rule. Comes to mind, yes. <laughs> it happens in every show. Yeah. And in the background, all you hear is a, <laughs> and then it goes a commercial break. It happens. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it happened. Family Matters, it happened. Phineas and Ferb, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but what I was thinking of was, um, it's really important for me to bring this to a climax. That seems logical. And since everything's going to work out as far as the washing and everything, that was going to be the climax. Like, that's the drama. <laughs> I'm wondering how Aaron brought that home, to be honest with you, because I shocked myself with that one. I was like, <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. The, right? The, the scandal. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's another one. Happened on Scandal. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. So, Yeah. I'm really, I, I like the way that turned out. That was good. And it is true. Like, if you're ever in a place where they still have that old school powdered soap that doesn't smell like anything, it's literally old school detergent. Like, you can clean any fucking thing with that shit. Like, other than your face. Don't put it on your face because <laughs> it's like a scouring pad. But you can clean any set of clothing by just making a pocket. I've had this happen. You know, we used to, don't get your clothes dirty because we're going out to dinner. Get my clothes dirty, go in there, mm -hmm. and, you know, <laughs> the soap dispenser. It always works. Um, I'm glad I remember the whoopee cushion. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I was really worried about that. I am, I'm pleased. I like the way that this story is turning out. Like, like, like it's going well, but that's just me talking. Aaron, you know what happens next, so I'm going to go to you last. Christina, you started off. Is this story going the way that you expected it to be going at this point in time? Um, I didn't expect Scandal, but I'm here for it. I love it. I love the betrayal. So, yeah, this is great. I am loving I'm loving the whoopee cushion. It keeps coming back. Um, so, yeah, this is great. I hope she gets smacked in the head with a whoopee cushion. That would be hilarious. <laughs> like, instead of a ring bell, she's like, the fuck? And hits her with a whoopee cushion. Cause... And then it makes a farting noise. Yep. Yep. Great. Kelly, you were second. What are you thinking of the story thus far? Same. I wasn't expecting the scandal either. <laughs> and it kind of makes me sad because I feel like, you know, me and Melissa were homies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I know about ninth graders who were recently eighth graders is that you can't trust them. The loyalty ain't that far. Like, like from the other movies that I've seen, ninth grade is where we used to have sleepovers and we used to be best friends. And then one day in ninth grade, you just stopped talking to me. And now you're the most popular kid in the school. And I'm the art nerd who uh, wears glasses. So everybody thinks I'm ugly until I walk down the stairs and I've let my hair down. And I've taken off my glasses and kiss me is playing in the background by the cranberries. And all of a sudden I'm a hottie. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait to fucking review She's All That for hindsight. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. Based on the fact that based on the fact that they didn't do shit but take her glasses off and the fact that they had that choreographed dance routine in the middle of that gym. I can't wait. Usher, it's did you ever fucking go to class? Professional dances. Did they literally hire you to be a DJ Usher? Did you go to class? Oh my god, I got so many questions. Okay. Aaron, before we start your part, you were the last person. So I get to ask you. Did this story go the way you expected it from the beginning to now? Nope. <laughs> um, I mean, I got, I, I, you know, I got the third part. So I got the, I started with the drama. I was like, man, what the hell led to this? <laughs> we got somebody with a bruise on their head and bird crap. And I forgot to say I'm, she got hit with a bus door. Well, I mean, you did say the bruise on her head. So I was like, yeah, I got something to work with, but man. Did this girl get jumped on picture day? She's <laughs> <laughs> out there. Derek, Derek likes her. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> Hi, baby. Ah. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, this, this is my beloved wife, Nisha. Hi. Hi. We have carpet. <laughs> she walks like a ninja. I had a sandwich. My life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> and it was focused on the sandwich. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh my god, oh my god! Your sandwich is in the refrigerator. Don't fucking do that again. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna leave that in too. And she comes back when I got my back turned. She comes back and taps me again, trying to kill people. Whew. I hadn't had that sandwich. Who knows what would have happened? Okay, I'm sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. Oh, uh, that. Oh, uh, I lost my train of thought now. Bruises, <laughs> drama. Oh, yeah, so the drama. <laughs> the drama. Um, yeah, bird, bird shit. Um, and her friend kissing the guy she was not thinking about 15 minutes ago, but. But isn't that the way it happens? Um, that that's the way it happens in in like eighth grade and ninth grade. You can talk yourself into being in love with somebody in like twenty minutes in eighth grade and ninth grade. Oh, they said I'm cute. Hmm, I wasn't even thinking about them. That's at eight o'clock, eight forty five. You writing the letters and folding them into origami for them and shit. <laughs> I know that oh, world. God, I, I remember those. I remember <laughs> that, like them days, because when I was a kid, children. First of all, children, if you're listening to this, the fuck is wrong with you? Secondly, <laughs> when I was a children, we didn't have cell phones with FaceTime on it. We only had phone phones. So if one of my homeboys had a girlfriend and the girlfriend had a sister, motherfuckers were falling in love with voices over the phone and shit, writing letters of voices, <laughs> and then find out the face didn't match the voice. And so all of a sudden, you got to act like you're your cousin that just sounds like you. <laughs> nah, I'm not... I'm not Stefan Urkel. I'm I'm Stephen Urkel. <laughs> but with that said, we have come yeah. to the staggering conclusion of the dramatic. I don't remember. Aaron, <laughs> before we get started, is there any? Well, you probably don't remember what you said either. So, actually, with, I kind of do, but I ain't telling y'all because I don't want to spoil it. Works for me. Good. With no further ado, let's go ahead and hit up Aaron's section, the conclusion to this story. Melissa's kissing Derek 
why is Melissa kissing Derek? She was just going on about how she thought he was my boyfriend and how much he liked me and how he's always carrying on. And he was going to be talking about me for 20 minutes. That was the whole point. Distract him for 20 minutes. Get him talking about me because of how much he liked me. I don't know why I'm worried about this. Why am I letting him bother me? After all, he is kind of annoying. Cute or not, he's still ratchet. But I guess mission accomplished in a roundabout sort of way. I don't know exactly what this heifer's up to, but my shirt's clean. I got my headband on. I'm not going to look like a complete idiot with bird crap on me in a picture. So yeah, maybe that's what I should do. Focus on the positive. After all, before Melissa started hyping up Derek, I really wasn't thinking about him in any kind of way. So why should I be worried about it that she went in there and kissed him on the lips? It's really not that big a deal, is it? Do I actually care? Does it actually bother me? That's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense at all. I'm going to go up, head over to the cafeteria, get my picture taken. It'll be fine. I know it's going to be fine. Still, why was Melissa pushing it? Why was she telling me how much he liked me? This doesn't make any sense at all. I can tell you one thing for sure. If she wants a soda after school, Derek's going to be the one buying it for her. I don't know why she was acting like this was some great plan to begin with, talking about all this Ocean's 11, Ocean's 14, all this other ridiculousness. And really, you know, focused on, I want to use a whoopee cushion in this plan. And then instead of just distracting him with a little conversation, and then he wanted to meet up and talk to me later, she was in there kissing him. Why am I so hung up on this? Oh, wait. Here they come. So Melissa came walking up and said, hey, look who I found. Derek turned to me and said, hey, how you, how's it going? Seemed kind of awkward, almost like a kind of a forced conversation. Maybe he's having second thoughts about who he actually liked in this. Well, he said, maybe uh, you about ready to get your picture taken? You look really nice today. I think we should be in good shape. We'll just have to... Make sure everything's ready, and we'll sit down. You can pick your background. We can get this. You're going to look great. It's going to be a fantastic picture. It's going to be the best one in the yearbook. That really seemed kind of forced, and Derek didn't seem like he was really comfortable saying this, almost like he'd been fed a script. Where did Melissa get to? I swear to God, she's really overcomplicating things. And for somebody who's supposed to like me so much, Derek doesn't seem all that interested. He's hemming and hawing and kind of stepping over his words. And not in that cute, I like you, so I don't know what to say to you kind of way. More like he's trying to remember what he was prompted with. Why would she want to put him up to something he didn't want to do? She didn't, she didn't ask if I wanted him to be my boyfriend. She just assumed he was. And assumed I knew what he was talking about. And hypes me up to say how much he likes me. And now, we're standing here talking. She's disappeared. I don't know if she's trying to leave us alone to have a few minutes to let some magic work, but every word coming out of his mouth sounds like he's trying to remember the right thing that he's supposed to say. That's not how you act when you like somebody. That's really not normal. So Derek says, uh, so Melissa said you have to get your picture taken and you guys have any plans for later? Are you going to be doing anything? 
Well, we were planning on going out for a soda later. I'm not sure. We'll probably still go. It could be fun. Yeah, we could do that. You should come with. It'll be a good time. Well, Derek said, let's get in there and get your picture taken. And so we go in, walking in. He says, okay there, hop up on the stool. I come walking in. I see Melissa glance over and give me a thumbs up. I kind of smirked at her and said, well, we'll see how this turns out. And I walked over to sit down and get my picture taken so I could be happy and look pretty for the yearbook. (sighs) (laughs) Yep, there it was. Ocean's (laughs) Eleven, levels, back and forth, Mr. Distraction. All just for the sake of a fart joke. (laughs) I can tell you one thing for sure. This is going to be a long year. <laughs> Aaron, what were you thinking? Oh, uh, I was thinking I had to work that whoopee cushion in there. Or I was going to hate myself. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I love this show so much. <laughs> this is so fun. Christina, what are your thoughts on the story? I love that the whoopee cushion came back. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Kelly, uh, any thoughts? Yeah. So I can tell that Aaron has never been a 14-year-old girl because what's really happening in this situation <laughs> is that somebody's hair is getting pulled. <laughs> like somebody's going down. Someone's throwing hands. In this situation. That's fair. You got to realize my 14-year-old girl knowledge is based off of Basically, all the CW crap my wife watches. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, between you, me, and my wife makes three, I was expecting a little bit more hand clapping. If yep. she thinks that she, I'm just going to let her have Derek, she's wrong as fuck. That's what I would have said. <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> like, also, I, in my mind, as I listen to this part, as I listen to <laughs> this girl try and ration this out in her teenage mind, I thought it was that wonderful. Was, that was great. Yes. She's because, very introspective. Right? <laughs> right. Her mind is like, motherfucker, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. You don't even like him, but do I? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I didn't a second ago, but now that I know he likes men, I don't have a boyfriend, which means currently I'm available. Do I? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like, before the things that were annoying to me, like, literally 13 minutes ago, now kind of turn, like, like they make me smile a little bit. They turn my frown <laughs> into a smile a little bit. And and I, I think I think I can learn. <laughs> I think I can learn to like him. I can fix him. <laughs> Break it out. And the crazy thing about it is, I was thinking that the story was going to end with um, them actually talking to Melissa, saying, "You know, I liked Derek, but all he talked about was you, and you didn't like Derek, so I decided to make my move in hopes that I'll make him like me." Like that. That's I can see that being a logical ninth grade solution. Like, this guy who clearly doesn't like me and keeps talking about my best friend in front of me, my best friend doesn't like him. You know what? I feel like that was a movie, too. <laughs> I feel like that <laughs> happened somewhere, too. I'm sure it probably was. Yeah. 
Well, like 16 I'm, candles or something. I don't fucking know. Um, well, but I honestly, love that. That Aaron, was actually the second take. The first one was a little more like, you know, somebody threw a chair and some, you know. What? Okay. I, that's I, what I, I was like, hear. No. I want to hear the outtake. <laughs> oh, well, I'm yeah. for that. Like I said, it, it was like kind of the same thing, like, except for I had her getting a little angrier. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to go take this picture. We're going to go take this picture. And when the thumbs up popped, the fucking stool flew across the room. And it was like, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> and that's when my mom would have came to the school and been like, not only am I going to whoop your ass in front of the principal, but I'm going to sit in all your classes for the next two weeks to make sure you ain't fucking up. And every single day, my mom would have been sitting in the back of the school with her or the back of the class with her arms crossed. Like, come on, you ain't got time to talk to your friends. You got to get to class. My next class is next door, mom. Don't talk back to me. I'll whoop your ass in front of your principal. You know I will. You know I will. Personally, Aaron, I just want to say, because I went back uh, earlier today and looked at the email that you sent alongside this attachment, because everybody sends me the attachment of their their episode, or their part of the episode. That's the way it works out. And you sent me something saying that you hoped you didn't mess this up. And I want to let you know that was fucking phenomenal. You brought it home. (laughs) That was really good. Like this whole story was like aces. Like I had a blast doing this and I am so (laughs) grateful that y'all joined me for this. Um, Seriously. Like I couldn't think of a better way to, uh, refresh yourself to an old ass story than this <laughs> right yeah. this was so much fun i want to do yes. it again <laughs> see i'm glad you said that because i have a bit of an announcement at the end of the episode but before we get there alphabetical order christina tell them something about yourself tell them something about your show the floor is yours uh yes i'm christina i edit and host podcasts so one of mine is spooky tales it's about a latin american spooky stories haunted places legends it's a lot of fun and then the other one is historias unknown it's a history obscure history that's about latin america as well um and then i have one that's on hiatus that is about uh mexican soap operas we rewatch them me and my twin um so yeah that one's on hiatus but the other two are going and strong and a lot of fun and yeah <laughs> wait uh-huh so yeah. the motherfuckers that i be seeing on, on univision <laughs> that i can't understand but the grandma yes. like she want to rip her whole shirt open and be like don't me off yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. It's- <laughs> oh my God. I love those shows. I used to sit there when I was a kid because my grandma would watch like uh, Days of Our Lives and shit like that. That shit was boring. I would sit downstairs and didn't understand nothing they were saying, but would watch like this with my mouth open. Just. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Best drama I didn't understand so the world. Period. It was greatness. So, what's that show called? Uh, that one is Novelas con Cafecito. It says, so it's the title's in Spanish, but we rewatched the, we're watching one called Teresa right now. It's from 2010. This um, girl, she like lives in the hood, you could say, you know, the hood in Mexico, and she wants to leave that. And she's going to do that in whatever way possible. And so she um, is trying to get with like a rich guy, basically, and then she gets her goal, but then, you know. Things go sour, um, and so that's what we're watching right don't, now. Don't they always go sour? Like, 
they they get out the hood. They get the they 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 find out they're really in love with Derek, and then Melissa yeah. just fucks it up for everybody, and then Basically, a stool flies. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa's a skank. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I haven't heard that word in so long. Like honestly, I love it. Uh, skank. Kelly, tell us something about yourself. Tell us something about the shows you do. The floor is yours. All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I am Kelly. Uh, I am with Drunk Theory, which is me and my sister and my husband and her husband. And we get drunk as hell and talk about conspiracy theories. And that's pretty much what we do. You know, we, we tackle the fun stuff, you know, like Bigfoot and birds aren't real and things like that. <laughs> But we're wasted when we do it, so people think it's funny. Wait, wait, it, wait. Before you go further, I had peanut butter in my mouth. So okay. it took me a second to get there. Educate me on the birds ain't real part. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> oh my a, God, uh, it's a big you one. See, now you got to go check out our Kennedy sandwich episode, which is all about how birds aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. There is a conspiracy that birds mm-hmm. were actually all of the birds in the United States. It's only U.S. birds now of um, were destroyed by the government and replaced with drones to kind of keep watch on but, us. But but birds <laughs> migrate. No, no, not here. <laughs> they, the drones sometimes will follow people into Canada or <laughs> if they're if they're watching them. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. so. I can see it. I don't want to see it, but I can see it. Oh that my was God. actually one of my favorite episodes, though. So Kennedy Sandwich is really funny. Um. Okay. Um, I want to take this time before I go to Aaron, um, which obviously A comes before C or K, but, you know, ladies first. I, I, I thought that was an unspoken rule. Um, oh. Kelly is literally one of the greatest supporters of podcasters and one of the best podcasters I personally have had the opportunity to interact with. Um, That is so sweet. Thank you. I brought you on this show specifically so I could thank you. Um, And even if your segment of the story had sucked, I was going to say it was great because I didn't want to hurt your feelings (laughs) because you're just so awesome with the support. That I just wanted to send my thanks in some way, which would have been lying. But luckily, I didn't have to lie because it was fucking dope. I really do appreciate you. And I wish there was more that I could do to send people to your show uh, other than putting your show information into my show notes and retweeting your stuff. Because you do like heads and shoulders above what a lot of people are willing to do for independent podcasting. And I think it should be recognized. So that's why I'm taking the time to do it right now. Thank you so much. That makes me feel so good. Also, I want to be on an episode at some point, if y'all can put that together uh, as a guest, because I have a conspiracy theory. Okay. Um, what is it? Well, it's a secret. <laughs> oh. Well, how are, how are we going to plan a show if you want to? Do you, do, you really, do you really want me? Okay, 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 okay. Conspiracy theory. Black dicks are bigger than white dicks. So this is a conspiracy theory, right? Like, oh this is the thing. You do this like on video? Yes, and I'm going to prove it. Oh we are go- it's going down. No, honestly, I got to research conspiracy theories, but I do have some that are video game based. Um, And also, I've seen a lot of porn, and trust me, 
if white guys weren't big as black guys, they are catching the fuck up. Um, same with uh, Asian men. So all of those stereotypes are out the window. But I did also see a 12 inch. That was like fucking fantastic. I I usually fast forward past most of the dick stuff in porn. And I just sat there for a second and I was like, "That's a five dollar foot long." Like, <laughs> I was like, it, "It looks bigger than the sandwiches." Should I sue? I feel really <laughs> upset right now. I sat there and I saw that I saw the dick. And all I thought about was a sandwich. Like when I say I love sandwiches, seriously, I was really like, is this longer than the sandwiches that I eat from Subway? Like, I feel like they've been getting over on me for a really long fucking time. <laughs> also, again, kids, if you're listening to this, the fuck, dog? Like, seriously, bro. Okay. Aaron, tell us something about yourself. Tell us something about your show. The floor is yours. Okay. Uh, let's see. My show is called I Had to Say It. It's basically... I talk about whatever happens to be on my mind at any given time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of ranting, a lot of, a lot of complaining about things that, you know, a lot of people, I try and say things that without the, it all kind of started. Cause I got tired of people being like, you know, I, I would say something, but you know, I don't want them canceling me. I don't want them coming for me. And I'm like, when I started the show, I was unemployed. How the hell are you going to cancel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, c- c- come and get me, I, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and basically you know, like I said, it's, it's, I talk sometimes about current events, sometimes about stupid trends, sometimes about why I think certain people probably should have been swallowed. Um, <laughs> you know, things My like segment. Yeah, sometimes it's, you know, I, I, I talk about, you know, there's, I did a couple where I was talking about like cooking and get, in the early episodes when I was trying to figure out what I was doing still mm-hmm. talked about like some, some pointers for get the hell out your mama's basement. And how, this is how you set up a house without shooting yourself in the ass. Cause I had to learn the hard way. I, I, I got the whole, like, Hey, how much money you got in the bank? You're 19 time to bounce kid. Mm. So I was like, well, dad, uh, funny. You should say that. I got me $83 <laughs> and uh, no prospects. And I just dropped out of college. And he's like, I know that's why we're having this conversation. Oh, <laughs> you dropped out of college. You need to get a job. I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. And um, the, the funny thing is my dad is, you can't tell from looking at me, my dad kind of looks like Thor. <laughs> except for he's all covered in like tattoos and, He's this, it, it's kind of funny. My, my dad's side of the family is like Louisiana Creole, but my dad looks like a damn Viking. He, he, he looks like my grandma who was like, you know, six, one blonde hair, blue eyes. And my dad favors her side of the family. And, uh, yeah, so I got this big, you know, long blonde hair, long blonde beard, you know, 18 inch biceps, have an ass telling me like, Hey kid. You gotta get your shit together. You dropped out of college. You need to do something with your life. And I'm like, yes, yes, sir. Right, right, right away, sir. I, I, I will find a job. And I got, I got myself a job. I got enough money for a security deposit. I got an idiot that wanted to live with me, and I was out. <laughs> and I say idiot because the guy was a good friend of mine, but he was a terrible freaking roommate. Um, you know, it, our apartment was not exactly in the best neighborhood. Um, we lived in the upper of a duplex that was like. The first winter I was living there, this was, I was living in Wisconsin. We had a blizzard come blowing through. And so I called off of work cause I was working third shift and I was like, hell no, I'm not driving in this shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I also knew that all the other guys that I worked with were a bunch of alcoholics. So they would still be asleep at like seven o'clock at night. 
because we didn't start till 11. So I called my boss at like 7.30, like, yeah, I'm taking a sick day. <coughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, Aaron, how are you going to do this to me? You know, you know, everybody's going to call off tonight. I said, yeah, but I'm first, huh? He was just like, he's like, yeah, really? Yeah. You're, 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 you're going to, you're going to stand me up because of the storm. I'm like, I live the farthest away from the plant out of everybody. Hell yeah. I'm standing you up. <laughs> excuse me and uh so in the middle of this massive blizzard where the visibility was like four feet somebody started ringing my doorbell at like 1 30 in the morning i thought you know maybe it was somebody got in a car accident or something you know because it's a blizzard and they saw my lights on and they were trying to get some help and i go down to the down the steps and open the door it's like what's up man i'm looking to score bro I'm like you got the wrong house man <laughs> And this is this is not the dope spot. You got to go like two blocks that way. I'm like, no, I'm not a cop, man. I swear. Like, I know you're not a cop. Two for you ain't got no tifuses. Cops got dental. Get the fuck off my porch. And he's like, no, man, I swear. I'm not a cop. I'm not a cop. And I'm like, man, you're on some bullshit. And then all of a sudden I hear from behind me like, there's my freaking roommate who's like, why ain't you at work? I'm like, why are you pointing a shotgun down the stairs? And he's like, I thought I heard a cop. <laughs> Dude, get off the porch. I'm not a cop. The dude scurried away into the blizzard, and I don't know what happened to him. I turned around like, you do realize that's a shotgun, right? I'm down here. You shoot at him, you're going to hit my big ass. He's just like, oh, no, man. It's just snap caps. There's there's nothing in there. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. So, yeah. but So I kind of used my experiences of, moving out broke to do a couple episodes like here's the shit you need to look for before you move into a house are there crackheads in the neighborhoods section one how to deal with crackheads section two how to be able to feed yourself without coming off like a complete dirt bag how to make it how to make a grilled cheese without a without a pan you know mm-hmm. i did it did have some uh some techniques i picked up over the years and <laughs> so i decided to impart my wisdom upon the children's then I realized the children should not be listening to my show because <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's it. You know, I mean, I, I, I speak my piece. I try to, I try to help people better themselves from my perspective anyway. And I bitch about a lot of things because frankly, there's a lot going on these days that we can bitch about. So, yeah. um, you know, and I, but you know, and I, I, even when I do get into the political stuff, I try to keep it kind of, you know, Personally, I'm a very centrist kind of person. Like, I don't, as long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't care what other people do. Be what you want, do who you do what you want, whatever. And I'm not going to judge you for it because that's some stupid shit. But on the other side of that coin, I like the same favorite return. Leave me alone. That's, mm-hmm. you know, if we could all just remember, you know, mind, mind your own and don't worry about the other folks, I think we'd all be a little happier. And that's kind of the, the general rant these days that, and, um, you know, I talk about different ways where people can try and improve their lives so they can have more time, more independence, things like that. So I'm sorry, this, this little, little sum up of my show just went into like a 10 minute talk. Uh-huh. I do apologize. I also talk way too damn much in case y'all didn't notice. I am not worried about it in the least. Um, I'm here for it. That's all. So, uh, 916-633-1537 is a voicemail number. I say that it's a voicemail number because somebody asked me once, what is that number? And I was like, you should try calling it. And 
Then they called and said, oh, that's what it is. And hung up. That was a whole voicemail. Oh, that's what it is. Click. Wow. Love it. Um, it. It worked for Mike Jones. <laughs> that's my uncle. You can leave a review on uh, Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can also leave a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that in the Apple Podcast. And then copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. That takes about eight minutes. Especially if you use voice to text on Google Docs. You can uh, email the show at storytellers at gmail.com. I think that's it. It's been so fucking long since I've actually done this show. It's been since April. (laughs) I'm not putting that on anybody. I'm just saying last time I did this show, I was a young man. Now I'm an old man. (laughs) I'm balding in places I didn't think I'd go bald in. Well, just wait. It gets better. Yeah. <laughs> just you wait. I think I got a couple of years on you. So it's storytellerspod at gmail.com. Um, on Twitter, it is Storytale Spin. That's like the Disney cartoon. T A L E O E O. So, Storytale Spin. Um, you can also reach me on Twitter at Ratchet Book Club. Um, I think that's about it. That's what happens when I don't do this like for a while. I'll think of stuff and then I'll forget about stuff. The mm-hmm. uh, information for all three of my guest shows will be in the show notes as well as their Twitter uh, handles. Please follow them, check them out, subscribe to their shows, things of that nature. Thank you all so much for listening. I think that we proved today that anyone can tell a story. So hopefully you'll be next. And thank you all for joining me. Um, thank you for I Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having us. Definitely be calling on y'all again soon. I hope so. This was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Coordinating the schedules is hard, but it was worth it. <laughs> yes. For sure. Definitely worth it. I agree. Um, so to y'all listening, thank you again for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to haunt you later. Peace. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah.
The theme music for Storytellers was provided by Revolution Boyd, and it's called Someone Else's Memories. You can find it at the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast.